Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to the Baseball Insiders Podcast with Mark Carmen and Robert Murray. The Baseball Insiders back from the All-Star Game. Welcome in to a second half edition of a nodding, smiling, peach shirt wearing at by Robert Murray back from his favorite baseball stadium dodger stadium which i think you got ratioed on twitter for that terrible take the dodger stadium is the best stadium in baseball so how did it feel to get ratioed bert i was shocked because dodger stadium is definitely the best stadium in baseball anybody who disagrees with that is wrong um and yeah like what's not to like about dodger stadium i know you don't i know you have beef with dodger stadium but it is just the perfect place to watch a ball game so it's just one of your worst takes, and you have a lot of really questionable takes. Not what's happening in baseball, which is why I'm seeing all the comments fly in here, because there is no one more dialed in than Robert Murray. We'll take all your questions today on a special after the All-Star Game edition here. Normally we're on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 2 o'clock. Robert was traveling yesterday, so here we are for you, and great to see everybody popping in. But this is a man who has said, that uh, pizza is better without sauce. This is what are better without cheese, Carm. But pizza better without cheese. I'm sorry, my fault. Even worse, because uh, a white pizza is not actually terrible, although still bad, still a bad look. And now you're telling us that Dodger Stadium is better than Wrigley, is better than Fenway, is better than any of the new stadiums that people geek out about. Pac Bell, whatever. Uh, terrible. 
access getting in and out. Traffic is horrendous. There are no beer vendors. Dodger Dodger dogs are overrated. The place has numerous brawls seemingly nightly. You Your ticket is only good, at least it used to be. I'm not sure if that's still the case, but when I was there, if you bought a ticket on the first level, you couldn't even go up and tour the fourth level just to take a look because your ticket's only good for one level. What kind of – what what do you – you just like to stare at uh, – I don't know what it is that you like about it. And by and 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 also if you have a bleacher seat, you can't move around either, but that that actually applies to Wrigley too. So but they I, isn't there no beer in the bleachers? Isn't that another thing? I believe that's true. I have no idea. I, I wasn't there as I, I wasn't drinking beers in the in the stands, but um but yeah, I'm telling you that like I, I can't believe you don't like Dodger Stadium Carm. That is just flat out shocking to me. It's just it's Everything about it. You got the view, the history, like the just everything about it. the only bad thing about it is Dodger Dogs. Dodger Dogs suck. What um, what is what is the history of Dodger Stadium? Just it's awesome, man. Like, the, the, I mean, the, you, you walk in there and you can tell like this is like the like perfect place to watch a ball game. It's like perfect place to watch a big ball game too. And plus, I mean, you can you go in there, you automatically hear California Love blaring over the speakers, like. God, it gets you all fired up. Kind of goosebump city is what it is. Okay, uh, listen, I'm not going to change your opinion on this, but uh, the other thing is, the seats are incredibly far away from the action until they built the the fancy new dugout box, or whatever those are called. Now you're getting somewhat closer to the field, but it's so far back. Oh, there's a ton of foul ball territory. That sucks for the fans. Uh, I I just and by the way. The Dodgers were cooler when they were in Brooklyn and I wasn't alive. That was a cool – like, the Brooklyn Dodgers, that was the shit. This is just – you know, the Dodger fans show up in the third, leave in the seventh, act like morons, but I don't, I don't want to take away from the solid Dodger faithful out there. And by the way, uh, speaking of, as we can move to the biggest topic of recent note, Juan Soto, why not him ending up in L.A.? Like everybody, like every other big damn name in the in the game does, you know, i.e. Mookie Betts, i.e. Trey Turner, i.e. Max Scherzer. Uh, what this is, uh, I think you said on one of the episodes, Bert, that if Soto gets traded, you'll eat your shoe. Somebody at least tweeted that. Is that what you said back in the day? That sounds like something I did say, which um, not great, Carm. Uh, <laughs> Although that being said, with Juan Soto, everything I've heard from rival teams right now, actually, so the the expectation of that I have right now is that Soto is more likely to be traded in the off season than he is right now. Um, I, I just I'm not going to rule it out right now in the next two weeks because there's teams who have massive interest in Juan Soto as they should come. Because we're talking a generational player. He's in his early 20s. He's signed for two and a half more years. And you can get him for three postseason runs. And that is extremely valuable. But the price to acquire a guy like Juan Soto is astronomically high. And you have people around the league who are constantly asking what it's going to take um, like to acquire him. And it's the, the price that I've heard from a few different teams is just... I can't I can't say it publicly, but it's it's a lot and like more than I kind of expected. Um, and there's a, there's a few teams that are like there's a bunch of teams that are in there. There's one team 
that rival executives are watching right now uh, as a potential sleeper, and that's the Mariners. Um, but yeah, like I think there's going to be a, just a, a widespread interest, and there already is. So, Bert, tell everybody what WRC Plus is. Way to runs created. Why? Well, that is that an important stat? I mean, yeah, scoring, that's what a lot of these teams look at. Yeah, scoring runs is important. So this is uh, this takes in all the, the factors of who's creating the most runs in a season. So Juan Soto at 23, minimum 1,000 plate appearances. If you go to uh, your baseball reference, Fangraphs has this. Wait, R, WRC plus who's who is accounting for the most runs in the game before 23 um, through age 23 excuse me Ted Williams is one 185 then jo- shoeless Joe Jackson 183 uh, bring him back by the way get him in the Hall of Fame Stan Musial 171 Ty Cobb he was pretty good 168 terrible human being Mike Trout he doesn't suck 166 Albert Pujols Somehow in the home run derby again, 164. Mickey Mantle, 156. And then who's 155 at eighth overall? That would be Juan Dam Soto. Pretty good. What's going on on that phone, Bert? What, what's happening right now? People are texting. We're getting, it's that time of the year, Carm, where we got people texting up the wazoo here. So it's, uh, it's good times. Okay. Nothing brewing that I'm aware of quite yet. But. Okay. Okay. I mean, I just read a list of the all-time greats uh, by through the age of 23, and Juan Soto's eighth all-time. Pretty damn good. So it's going to be a huge haul. Uh, yeah. Seattle is an interesting name just for how well the Mariners are playing right now. Um, I mean, Julio Rodriguez, Ty France, Soto, that would be an amazing baseball team. However – like when you're talking about the good of for baseball, not to talk bad on the Mariners, but like that team playing in Seattle nine o'clock at night, that it's not exactly great for the growth of the game. Not that Rob Manfred's going to stop Soto going there, but I I, I don't know how many people are watching a whole lot of Sierra, Seattle Mariners baseball, Bert. I mean, they're a very exciting team right now, Carl. With, with the way they're playing that long win streak, it's. It sounds like the ultimate Jerry DePoto move because that guy likes to wheel and deal more than anybody that I've ever met in baseball. Um, I mean, AJ probably might be in that conversation now that I think about it, but um, like that just seems like the ultimate DePoto move. So like, I, I think that might be a reason why teams are kind of looking at the Mariners as a sleeper. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll have to see, but I think it would be good for baseball because it would get like a non big market team Um further into contention and i think that's what baseball wants okay so so you you put seattle firmly in the mix what about the padres you mentioned preller you've got mckenzie gore robert hassel they have an infielder as a prospect cj abrams i mean san diego might have the currency to get this done they certainly do and i am under the impression that the padres love juan soto and that being said who does not love juan soto um i have yet to find somebody who doesn't (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, which I mean, fair. Uh, and I'll tell you my prediction right now, if Juan Soto is traded, if he's traded, I'm going to go with the Padres. That's my guess. Um, I don't, I don't know what it would take, but, uh, the Padres thought they were pretty close to a deal earlier in the winter or earlier this year, uh, for Jose Ramirez before he signed that extension. So it shows that they're looking or that they're open at least 
to adding another big name star. Um, and they were willing to part with the prospects to do it. So I know Soto was in a different class than Ramirez, but um, yeah, that's my, that's my early prediction right now is Soto if he's traded to San Diego. Okay, just to keep it spraying around here, if you will, we, we touched on the Dodgers. We touched on the Padres just now. Uh, staying in California, the Giants, do you put them at all in the mix here? I mean, they've tried to get big names, but just nobody wants to play for that team. I don't know what it is, Hunter Armour, but you know they can't get Stan. They can't get Bryce Harper. Uh, they're, they're rumored around Aaron Judge, but, uh, you know, for whatever reason, the Giants haven't come up with the dough to uh, make this happen. But, I mean, maybe Juan Soto is their play. I'll tell you, if I was a Giants and I was running that ship, um, I would pursue Juan Soto because you've got to see exactly what a star player can do last night in Mookie Betts. He, like, he won the game for the Dodgers last night with a three-run tater, and, um, and he's been a difference maker ever since coming to L.A., which is what they expected and everybody expected. And acquiring Juan Soto further narrows that gap between them and the Dodgers and gives the Giants a player to build around for potentially the next 15 seasons. Uh, and they have the flexibility to do that, Carm, uh, because they don't have many of these guys signed long-term. It's a lot of short-term deals. So Farhan's 80 is what he's done is he's given their that team flexibility for now and in the future. And I can't think of a better candidate to do that than Juan Soto. But right now, I, I can't say I've heard them. Um, I haven't heard them mentioned with Soto, at least privately. I mean, that's not that I'm saying that they're not in. Um, but I just haven't heard anything quite yet. Just just one more on the Dodgers. Uh, yep. Their, the prospect package that they could put together versus the Padres, who who can offer more comfortably? Or not say, take out comfortably. Who can offer more that, that you think could actually excite the Nats? I'm going to say it's right now it's the Padres. Um, not saying the Dodgers' farm system isn't talented, but the indication is yeah, I mean, the indication I've got from from the Dodgers and other rival teams is that the Dodgers are not eager to part with their top prospects quite yet because uh, they've done that in uh, recent years. They did it last year for Scherzer and Trey Turner, um, and they want to keep building that farm system up. And, yeah, would they be interested in acquiring Juan Soto? I mean, of course, um, but they're not going to get stupid about it. At least that's the signs that I have right now. That's always subject to change, but right now I think the Padres can offer a better deal than than what the Dodgers can. Okay, three more teams, then we'll move on and get into some of the comments here. One, I keep on hearing the Cardinals' name. A lot of people just want him to go to St. Louis. You're saying no, uh, but what's interesting to me about the Cardinals thing, I'll just I'll rule them out because you're saying no. But around St. Louis, it's he would come to the Cardinals and they wouldn't have an extension done. They would just have his services for two and a half years. So do you think that this trade is in any way, shape, or form tied to him signing an extension? No. Um, I, I would highly doubt an extension is going to be done beforehand um, because he signed for two and a half more years. Obviously, like when you trade all those top prospects to get Soto, um, it is it gives Soto more leverage because if he leaves – you're not going to have Soto or you're not going to have those top prospects for, for a while, which is not, not a good position for teams, but it takes a lot to one um, come up with that kind of a package for Soto. And then two also come up with an extension that's suitable for him. Um, and another thing that we got to think about here, Carm, is that Scott Boris Soto's agent 
loves to establish his players' markets in free agency rather than doing extensions. So, I mean, Soto was obviously open to a new deal um, in Washington right now just because, uh, I mean, they've been negotiating in season with a $440 million contract. But I just, I I would be pretty surprised if if there's a deal that's done as part of a trade. Okay, let's, uh, Bert's dinging, something's going on. I, I get I get so excited when I get a ding. Um, in uh, the, well, and, and, not safe for work, comma. Oh, boy, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you all right over there? I don't even uh, know. Boy, I just showed my uh, my inner teenager there. Uh, no, you're good, you're good. Uh, <laughs> all right, last thing on Soto. The New York market, it was reported that the Mets are his preferred destination. You buying that? Who said that? Uh, I believe it was. Hang on, let me let me do a little Google search on on the on the fly here. But I thought I thought it was I thought it was his agent. My, uh, am I, no, I am don't I, think Boris is allowed to say that publicly. So I, I don't think he, I don't think he said that. Maybe that, that sounded like it came from Jonathan Papelbon because uh, he, uh, he went on a tweet rampage the other day. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I would be very surprised if uh, if Soto ended up going to the Mets because I can't picture the Nationals are in any hurry uh, to trade him within the division. Um, Yankees make sense, but they also got to extend Aaron Judge, and they haven't shown any um, any willingness in previous discussions to part with Jason Dominguez or Anthony Volpe. So, I mean, that could make it tough. I mean, granted, the Soto situation could change your thinking, um, but yeah, I. Uh, I, I don't think he'll end up in New York with either the Mets or the Yankees. That's just an early guess. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm just looking at some of the comments here. Um, in his in his uh, in his appearance with Sherman and Heyman, Boris spoke about the respect Soto has for the Lerner family and the commitment they've shown to winning over the years but the direction of an incoming ownership group can't be known at this time. So we're talking about, um, you know, what's going on with the nationals and their, and, and, and their change in ownership. All right. I, I might've had it wrong, but I, I swear I saw that, that the Mets were sure that was from Papelbon. Okay. Okay. Right, we got 7,000 comments here. So uh, yeah. we appreciate it all. Let's we'll try to, move through a bunch of these. Um, well, Seth Teal, we talked about the Cardinals n- not necessarily being in on Soto. Uh, you don't like that at all. Um, a lot of Soto questions here. Thank you for all of them. I hope we basically addressed all of that. Javier Flores from way back at the start of the show. Anything related to the Texas Rangers for their deadline that isn't Martin Perez? Yeah, I will uh... – I, I will say this with the Rangers. There's one name that I've heard with them that is um, kind of under the radar, at least publicly, and that's Matt Moore. Um, Moore is somebody who is going to help some teams bullpen. And he also offers the versatility um, of, like, to maybe make a spot start here and there because he's got that experience with Tampa Bay. Um, I had somebody definitively tell me the other week that he – like more is going to be traded so on a one-year deal. Um, and the Rangers, like that was a very smart signing by the Rangers in the offseason. I'm pretty sure that was a minor league deal. And he's turned out to be one of the, like the better 
bargains of the winter. So I, I think he's going to end up being somebody who goes for sure. But I would, that being said, with Martin Perez, uh, Perez told me in LA that he is not talking to the Rangers about an extension. Um, and I have heard that it is unlikely that the Rangers trade him. That, that's something that he told me. And then also from rival teams that he's unlikely to go. What other interesting conversations did you have at Dodger Stadium that you can reveal at this very episode slash moment? I had a lot of interesting conversations, Carm. Um, one thing that I did learn is that the Mets are very much trying to trade Dom Smith. Um, he is drawing interest from the Cubs and the Red Sox, among other teams. I've heard the Cubs really like him, actually. Um, but that being said, he just went on the injured list Um and that could make a deal a lot more difficult to do. Um, but yeah, like that's, that's one of those conversations that I had there too. So, you know, as far as the Cubs are concerned, not, not, not a newsflash here, but I don't think they're trying to win this season. So Dom Smith not being ready to play tomorrow uh, is not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, he's on the 10 day list with a right ankle sprain. This is not somebody who's, you know, just blew out his elbow and can't play baseball. Um, so, I don't know. That that doesn't seem like anything that would preclude a deal. Let's let's go back to the chats here. There's a bunch of them uh, looking in on the Blue Jays. I, maybe Rocky we can put up on the screen here because he's telling us what a great job we do. Uh, you guys do a great job. Keep up the great work. Which relief pitchers do you think the Blue Jays are zoned in on? And just the Blue Jays in general, Bert, what are you hearing with Toronto? Yeah, that's a good question there uh, with Toronto. They um, they are looking for uh, things across the board. Uh, I think Ian Happ is a guy who makes a ton of sense there. He's, they're still being connected to Andrew Benintendi, um, even after they came out that he wasn't vaccined. Um, but apparently, according to John Heyman, the Blue Jays believe that if they trade for Benintendi, he'd be more inclined to give the vax. Um, so, like, that's that might be something to keep an eye on. I think a guy like Michael Gibbons with the Cubs would make a whole lot of sense. That's just me connecting the dots there. Um, but he's been very good this year. And he was another guy that I've heard was pretty likely to get traded. He's on a one-year deal. Um, so maybe somebody like that will make sense. But um, yeah, that being said, I don't know how likely it is that they make a big move because they've done that in the past. Like they've dealt out a good portion of their top prospects um, I'd expect them to always make those conversations or have those conversations just to see what's out there. Um, but I know I mentioned, um, I know, I, I know I mentioned Ben Attendi with them before the feeling that I've gotten from rival teams is that even though he is not vaccinated and he can't play um, in Canada, I mean, without the vaccine um, that he is going to get, or he's going to require an absolute haul to get um, he's like, He's a very coveted guy on the market, and the Royals should do quite well in that deal. Seller's market, right? Yep, that is very much the case right here. That's why I think a team like the Giants should very much strongly consider selling, even though they're 48 and 44 right now. So that's where you have to have real honest questions. Can we win the World Series? That should be the question. Not can we get in the playoffs and have a – 3% 3% chance to get it done. I know it's generally bad business when you're a playoff team to sell or a potential playoff team, but yep. I sort of get it when you, you have to make a logical 
play of do we think if we get hot, let's just even throw that in there. If we get hot, if we if we're firing on all cylinders, do we actually have a chance to win the World Series? If you think the answer to that is yes, then don't be selling. But in San Francisco's case, you know, it's kind of a long putt to get there. Um, Matt Nicholson hates me. Shut up, Carm. You love Dodger Stadium. Matt, hey, buddy. Uh, I'm not going to shut up because that, you know we get paid to talk. I gotta, we gotta do this thing here. But uh, I do appreciate your passion for Dodger Stadium because I like passionate people. So welcome, buddy. Uh, hit that subscribe button, and uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays at two o'clock or whatever we're doing the show. Um, all right, let's move along here. Travis wants to know about the Angels. Are they are they active in sell mode? Who who's who is uh, I guess most motivated on the sell side right now that you're seeing, Rupert? I mean, there's a lot of those obvious candidates that are out there in terms of like the teams that are at the at the bottom of the standings. Um, but like, I'll tell you with the with the Angels here, Carm. They they have some very intriguing trade pieces here. I know I put in our notes that Noah Syndergaard is like a pretty like decent trade candidate. I think he will be traded, and I think that is something that the Angels um, should very much explore. Um, they also have Aaron Loop. They have uh, Ryan Tapera who can go. Um, so they have the, like these candidates who can go. But I think it's too early to say quite yet that they're actively in selling mode. I love his coffee cup, by the way. That's a very good. I actually, when are you going to send me one of those, Carm? So I'm I'm pr- I'm bringing this honor because if you if you go to fan sided, um, you know uh, I don't even know where you go exactly. Fan sided swag or something like that. You can get a coffee mug with my face on it. That's a really huge uh, opportunity. Uh, on the mark, the podcast doesn't exactly exist uh, right now because it's turned into the Windy City uh, Wednesdays at 5, and then lots of training camp for Bears coming up here. But this is a great mug, Bert. Very delicious. Yep. I actually have water in here right now. Um, no Fifi? Right. No, excuse me? No Fifi? I call that. That's, that's my lingo for coffee. Sorry. Fifi is coffee? Yeah, I mean, okay, put it in the chat, everybody. If you call coffee Fifi, um, please please respond. I've uh, never Bert, heard anybody call coffee Fifi. Is that a thing? I think so. I Wait. <laughs> yeah, hang on. So what I do with coffee is just go, shoot, inject that in the old veins, Carm, because I love coffee. Big coffee guy over here. Yeah, how many cups have you had today, Bert? Only one. I only drink one cup of coffee a day. Okay. That's, I, I don't have- I had plenty of Starbucks though while I was in LA. I had one cup a day. Well, we got the uh, the venti iced or uh, yeah the venti cold brew. That's what I got, Carmen. Okay. Guy. Did you talk to Jeff Passon about our infatuation with him? By the way. No, uh, I did not. But I did catch. I did get to uh, catch up with Passon, and um, I will say this for everybody who's tuning in right now: Jeff Passon is a wonderful human being. He's dunked on me a few times, um, but that being said, he's still a very nice guy, and he actually. Uh, we had a conversation, Carm. I'm very curious for your thoughts on this because I have not run this by you yet. He thinks um, because, okay, let me start this over. So there was a few people that I met in LA. I said my name, Robert Murray, and they were like, I know that name from somewhere. And all of a sudden they were like, oh, you're not like 50. They thought I was like, an, they thought I was like 50 or 60. And I told Pass in that. And he was like, you need to rebrand. And I'm like, what do you got in mind? And he said, Big Bob Murray. And I'm like, I don't hate that. And he said, I'm like, he said he was halfway serious. So I'm, I'm very curious. What do you think of that, Carmen? And what do you think of what do you think of that, everybody? Put that in the chat as well. 
Well, right now they're, we're doing on this on the ticker here, bird alert, which is what we I'm trying to get you going on is Big Bob Murray. That almost sounds like a hockey player to me, not a baseball reporter or a foot, uh, uh, offensive lineman. So not to dispute Passon's name, but I do like the direction. I mean, Robert Murray sort of sounds like, I don't know, like you're a tennis player, Andy Murray. I, it, it, but I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. I don't think, I don't think you need to do anything different though, Bert. You're, you're doing everything right, pal. You're oh, at the All-Star, yeah. you're, you're at the All-Star game. You're rolling. I, I, I don't, I don't think we need to reinvent the wheel at this, at this point. Um, all right, I'm back to the chat here on two teams. One Cubs rumors, two Brewers rumors. Let's, uh, we've been touching on that every week. Let's not forget to do that today. What do we got, uh, from the NL Central? Yeah, so the Brewers. What's up, Johnny? Hey, there we go. Johnny, that's our guy. Um, so I'll start with the Brewers here. I, there's two players who I think make a lot of sense, and they come from the same team, and that is Michael Taylor and Andrew Benintendi. Um, I think Benintendi is going to end up being too expensive for the Brewers um, just because, like, that, that, as I said before, that haul is going to end up requiring, like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be expensive. Um, but I think Michael Taylor is a guy who can be had for relatively cheap. Signed for next year at a low rate, too. Um, but the Royals have said they're not in any hurry to move him. So I guess we'll see if that changes. Um, but the Brewers need center field help. I don't think that can be denied because they let go of Lorenzo Cain earlier this year. They have Tyrone Taylor, who's been battling, um, battling some injuries. They have Johnny Davis there, too. Um, so I think a center fielder there makes sense. Another candidate for them that I think makes sense to go is Pedro Severino. They have three catchers on that roster. Um, and I think Severino, even though he can't play in the postseason uh, because he was suspended for PEDs, um, I, I think he makes sense for a team, let's say like the Mets, who have James McCann, who's currently hurt right now. Yeah, no, I, that that does make sense. Um, all right. So another question, wasn't there? Was it Cubs? Yep. Uh, sorry, I, I forgot the Cubs part of that. Sorry, Johnny. That's okay. Um, What's up, Johnny? Tell me. You already mentioned. Uh, come on, get happy. Ian Happ to Toronto potentially. We've had we've been on that one for a while, and we've speculated on Contreras. You did you pick up any? Uh, well, it's cool. Cool, by the way, the Contreras brothers both in the All Star game. That's awesome. That was cool. Um, I mean. How amazing is that? Not one, but two. Good job, Contreras family. But anything come out of the All-Star break with uh, with Wilson, who everyone seems to think is going to get traded? Yeah, I think Contreras is going to go. Um, I think there's a plenty of teams who make sense. Like We've mentioned uh, the Astros. We've mentioned the Padres. We've mentioned the Mets, Giants, like a bunch of these different teams. Tampa Bay is another one. Um, but, yeah, I, I think he's going to go. There's no real consensus on where he'll go. Um, that's a pretty decent mystery right now. But I, I think at this point, it's, it's pretty likely that he's going to go. It's just a matter of where at this point. Okay. You got a guess? I, love uh, I said San Diego before for Soto. If the Padres don't get Juan Soto, I think he goes to San Diego. But if, he, if Soto is traded to San Diego, then, um, yeah, I don't know. Okay. But I will say Joe Musgrove made some very interesting comments. Uh, I believe it was to the San Diego Union Tribune. Is He told Wilson Contreras 
that this may not be the last time they catch together or that they throw to one another. Um, so I'm wondering like what he knows. And there was also Kevin, I think it was Kevin AC who said it, um, that he said that Contreras is a target of the Padres. So I thought that was, I thought that was rather interesting. And for the Cub fans out there, Johnny, they're going to trade him. They're going to get a huge haul. And then in the off season, they're going to bring him back. That's the plan. That's what Jed Hoyer and Tom Ricketts and company are going to pull off. By the way, I'm going to the White Sox and the Indians tomorrow, Bert. I'll be in attendance for a little AL Central battle. Okay, moving along. A a bunch of Rays comments in there. Isaac, obviously a burner. Appreciate you, by the way, on Twitter, obviously a burner. Uh, Any updates on Tampa besides Soto and Otani? What is Robert's favorite exercise lift at the gym? Uh, And then Isaac with the same thing. Any new Rays updates or has there been uh, kind of the same thing? Um, (laughs) Um, and I, yeah, and I got I got the Cleveland. I'm sorry, the Guardians, the Guardians, the Cleveland Guardians. Boy, Carm, I'm 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 not mad. I'm just disappointed in you. Yeah. <laughs> just, These things yeah. happen. I'm sorry, it's been my whole life the other way. I'll I'll adjust over time. The Cleveland Guardians, baby, it's still still the same team that lost in 2016 in the World Series, up three games to one. That I remember. Yeah. Woof. Go ahead. <laughs> Jesus. That. Uh, oh boy. Um, but with the with the Guardians, I think they're in a spot where they're still they're going to be choosing between buying and selling. I think they're kind of like in between their karm. Not the Guardians, the Rays. I was just oh, uh, I'm just the seeing Rays. the guard. I'm just seeing the Guardians. Uh, oh, well, there was Patrick Allen was asking about the Guardians. Yeah. Oh, really? He wants to know about the Guardians too. Yeah. Yeah. Was, sorry, Patrick. I apologize on behalf of the Baseball Insiders here. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but the Rays. Um, the Rays, they're another team that has been connected to Wilson Contreras behind the scenes. Um, but I don't know how much Christian Bethencourt is going to change that equation. Uh, Bethencourt, he can play a couple of different positions. So I can't imagine that would, but I could be wrong. Um, but they're going to be looking for a bat, and they're also going to be looking for more pitching as well. So, like, uh, I don't have any names there, but, like, that's been the consistent thing that I've heard um, is, is that they'll be looking for things across the board there. All right, we got Red Sox questions. Currently 15 and a half back of the Yankees, and, uh, you know, Boston got hot and then Boston got not. Do you see this Red Sox being sellers? Boy, a great question. Um, If right now I'm going to guess that they're not sellers, but if they do, um, they got some pretty intriguing guys. They have, I mean, Nathan Uvalde to me is like is going to end up being one of those players who's going to get a lot of interest. Um, big game pitcher. Um, yeah, he's got the two Tommy John surgeries, but his previous track record is very good. He can still throw hard. Um, Xander Bogarts, I don't think he'll be traded. That's, I, yeah, I, I just can't see him being traded. Um, and they have some other guys on expiring contracts. They have Matt Strom. They have like a boatload of left-handed pitchers too. Um, but I'll tell you that Chris Sale injury for them changes the equation a little bit. Um, so, I mean, maybe, but I think it's a little too early to tell. But we're figure what, 10 days away from the deadline? Like, they're going to have to make a decision rather soon on what direction they're going to go in. Best time of year. We'll be doing a bunch of shows, if, 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 if not just next Tuesday and Thursday as we lead up to the deadline. So 2 o'clock Central time. Hit that subscribe button. By the way, Bert, aren't we giving away a jersey? Boy, we are calm, aren't we? Yeah, we there's tweets that are out there from my account at by Robert Murray on Twitter and also the fan side at MLB pages. Um, 
So make sure to give those a retweet and fill out the stuff in the links because you can win a free jersey. Um, I'll tell you, that's a pretty sweet deal to me, Carm. There's a lot of those. I'll t- I will say this. So they got a lot of heat uh, publicly, like about the designs or whatever. Up close, thought they were pretty sweet. So if you want a chance to win a, uh, a free jersey, go for it. Far be it. Uh, far be it from me to knock anything about a sweepstakes that we do because sweepstakes are awesome and uh, we are so proud, if you will, here at the Baseball Insiders to be able to hook you up with a jersey. So get in there, uh, follow at Robert on Twitter, by, at by Robert Murray, um, and you can do at the Carm too because your life will be better when you follow me because I'm that amazing. No, there's, no, there's no doubt. But my that being said, I like it back in the old school days. You wear the jersey of the team you play on. That's part of what makes baseball's all-star game cool. So I wasn't uh, so much in love with the jersey situation. I like seeing I like seeing the, the, the different unis out there. Give me a Guardians uniform. Give me give me a Brewer. Give me a give me a Dodger. Give me a Cub. Give me a White Sox. Speaking of, by the way, Sean Garner, you are hot right now in the chat. Uh, looking for trades, Cardinals, Paul DeYoung, you mentioned a couple times, um, and also asking some Cubs questions. What do you, what do you think is going to happen with St. Louis? Uh, and that's also interesting that he mentions Jason Hayward getting traded by the Cubs. Uh, that would be a miracle if that happens. They would love to get rid of Hayward. That would be, that would be a, a Christmas miracle come early um, if they traded Jason Hayward. But the Cardinals, they have been um, – they have been connected – to starting pitching um, by rival executives. I would expect them to add at least one or two starting pitchers. Uh, Paul DeYoung has um, he's bounced back in the minors, but I just don't know how much trade value he has um, to other teams or for the Cardinals. I can't imagine they're going to get much in return. Um, so I, I'd say it's pretty likely he ends a deadline with St. Louis, but maybe there's a team like uh, Oakland um, who, uh, who gets him. Uh, I actually think though, actually speaking to the A's, I would expect them to move Elvis Andrews. I don't have a team there, but, um, I, I think he'll go. Um, so yeah, I, I, I would expect Dion to stay in, in St. Louis. All right. Fair enough. Nick Spano. I see you buddy. Hey guys. Great show. Thanks so much, Nick. We love you. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, we appreciate it, Nick, for real. Mets and Josh Bell. And do you see a Dom Smith and prospect for David Robertson? That that would make a whole lot of sense. Cubs are going to deal out of their bullpen. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. How, I, I wouldn't be super excited if I was getting David Robertson, but uh, I don't know if that, that actually does seem to add up to be about the same level, roughly. Yeah, I think that's about right. Um, it depends on who the prospects are, but with the Mets, I am under the impression they very much like Josh Bell. Um, I believe they really like Trey Mancini as well. I think those are two of their top options right now for adding a bat. One name that I've heard is lower on their list is Nelson Cruz. Um, I, I don't think he's very high up there, but with the Mets, I, I think they'll end up adding a, a decent – they'll add a bat for sure. Um, and a reliever makes sense too. I think they're going to explore more than um, more than David Robertson. Like there's plenty of options that they can explore. But um, that that option you floated on makes a whole lot of sense. But Dom Smith is in the IL now, so that could make it a little bit more complicated. 
Interesting. On my Cubs notes here from Robert Murray before the show, you've got Wade Miley and Kyle Hendricks in the mix. Not in the mix. Not in the mix. So here's the, here's this Carm is. I mean they're they're in they're in they're on the text chain here. Uh, well, they are on the chain. Yeah, they are but, on the chain. But 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 as as not being moved. But I read this morning from uh, Maddie Lee that neither of those two are expected to pitch before the all or before the um, the trade deadline, and the fact that they're not going to return before the deadline makes it to me a lot less likely that they're going to be moved because teams are not going to be able to see these guys and be able to figure out if they're healthy or not. And clearly they're not healthy if they're not going to be pitching. Um, so I think the Cubs, they hopped on a pretty good opportunity in the winter in adding Wade Miley for nothing. Um, but unless something changes between now and the second, um, I would expect him to remain with the Cubs. Yes. Good. No bubble. Good idea. Good thought process. Sometimes these things just don't work out. Interesting that you've got Carlos Rodon on here once again as well that you wanted to touch on. Phenomenal season. Giants hitting a home run, but maybe he's a guy that goes. Yes. So I'm I'm in the camp that believes the Giants at this point, even though they're 48 and 44, should very much consider selling. And Carlos Rodon would be their number one trade chip. Um, And he reached the threshold yesterday of innings pitched where he cannot thought of his contract at the end of the year. And the Giants are in a position now where they got to ask themselves, are we really a World Series contender? And to me, that answer is no. And if they think the same thing internally, they got to ask themselves, do you want to go the rest of the year with Rodon and have the chance where he opts into his contract for next year? Or do you get ahead of it now and you trade him for a bevy of prospects? And I think they should consider moving him for prospects at this point. And I got to imagine if he's going to, if he's on the market, Carmi instantly becomes a top two or three starter and he might be number two. Um, So that, that's very intriguing to me. That is intriguing. Um, And congrats, by the way, uh, I just, (laughs) 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 there's more more talking about Rodan, but sure. Congrats to you too, Bert. Uh, All right. Let me, before we get on out of here and thank you for all the comments today, what do you got on, as we started the show with Juan Soto, let's just rewind back to him. And so he says no to the Nationals and their $440 million contract because $29 million is not enough per season. Uh, they thought that 15 years was too long at $29 million. They wanted more each year, closer, I'm guessing, to $40 million a year. So the Nationals then refused to charter him a flight to the Home Run Derby. So he ends up flying commercial and getting into Los Angeles at 1.30 in the morning, which, by the way, wouldn't that be sweet to be on a flight? Hey, Juan, can you, uh, you, you, want, you want the window? You want the aisle? Can I get you a, can I get you a um, tomato juice? Always my favorite flight beverage. Tomato juice? Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. You yeah. knocked me for loving Dodger Stadium when you drink tomato juice on an airplane. Everybody is who is cool drinks tomato juice on an airplane. That is the play. Or it, it, is, a, it is a delicious, beautiful, over-ice, airplane delicacy. No, no. I, I will not tolerate that 
kind of. Bert, you you probably get you probably get water. Is that what you get? No, I'm a big. So I get two things on a, on an airplane. I either get a Coca Cola, uh-huh. or I get cranberry juice. Cranberry juice on an airplane. Oh boy, refreshing galore, Carm. It's delicious. Cranberry juice, way too much sugar, not good for you. A bad, bad luck. And then Coca Cola, you, you can't. It, soda, Bert, I need you healthy. Tomato juice, delicious, refreshing, kind of filling too. It has a little extra oomph to it. Have you ever done it? Have you ever done it? Don't not knock it, dude. No, but I will say the only time tomato juice is acceptable, Carm, is in yeah. body mass. Right, but try it without the bloody. Just, I mean, or try it without the vodka. That, the, the bloody would be the tomato juice. Yeah, yeah boy. That, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I can't I, do it. I, I, PG thirteen drink, Bert. We don't need. We don't need the alcohol. You can just. You can just roll on a on a flight. Any. Okay, I'm gonna move off of this. But so what happened? I, like, I don't get it. You, you're almost cutting off your nose to spite your face. Hey, dude, we're not you. You're not signing with us. Well, no, no, no free flight for you. I mean, that's dropping the bucket money for a major league baseball team. I'll be honest. I think this is a huge non-story. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. I, I think a lot of like we had. Uh, I think it was Paul Blackburn with the A's. Uh, a lot of a lot of it was made of him taking a charter with the Astros rather than the A's. Mm-hmm. Um, but in reality, that's pretty common for teams to send their players on other teams' planes for the All-Star game. Um, so I, I know the Soto thing doesn't look great publicly, um, but I, there was a lot of people who were surprised that they that took on that. Like, it became like a national like baseball story. Um, it just, yeah, I, I, I didn't make too much of it, to be honest with you. Okay. I thought it was bad business, but whatever. If, if you're dealing them, you're dealing them. I guess maybe it ultimately doesn't matter, and by the way, Juan Soto can't afford to take his own charter if he wants to. So there's that side of it as well. If you really wanted to, you know, go the first for first class way, then he, he could have. Instead, he went, you know, standard. It's a man real, of the human, people. real human being. He walked Although through the. Yeah, I will judge him if he uh, if he took anything besides like Southwest or uh, or American or Delta. Those are like, I mean, if you took like I don't know JetBlue or something. Spirit. Can you imagine him taking Spirit, Carm? No, I cannot. I'm assuming that he went first class somewhere, and that, that, not... that would be my guess. Yes. Also, hey. one more thing, too, Carm. There was a question yeah. in the comments that I wanted to address. Please. Uh, it was the Pirates and Brian Reynolds and David Bedner. Um, I Reynolds isn't going anywhere. Um, I'll say that now. Um, Bedner. Very unlikely he goes. Not going to rule it out, but I would be pretty surprised if that happened. Okay. Well, you said before, Burton, that you will eat your shoe if Juan Soto gets traded. So what are you actually – I'm going to give you a do-over here. What are you willing to commit to, considering your other comment, but uh, with a mulligan, what will you do for the baseball insiders, fandoms, myself, you know, what, what level of integrity are you going for if Soto gets dealt? It's a great question. Um, don't know. I'm not going to shave my head like Sean Daly is asking for in the comments here. Um, I, okay, actually, that's a good one. So I if, if Juan Soto is traded before the deadline, I will eat 
a Reese's peanut butter cup because I think that is the most vile candy in the world. That those should be disallowed. Like though anybody who likes chocolate and peanut butter together is probably a criminal, is my guess. So so you just dis arguably it's not my number one because I still love the Snickers, but I think most people would say that Reese's peanut butter cups is the num that is the number one candy bar that you can acquire. That is the best value in your vending machine. That is the most delicious treat of all time. And so your offer to our amazing listeners, viewers, is that you'll eat the best candy bar ever created. Worst candy bar ever created. I mean, if, if people are – Isaac, I'm with you. There's just no way that this is true. Um, yeah. <laughs> Ted Rich has Comment. If he's traded, I'll eat a prime rib. Shaking. Yeah, head. I mean, it's just. It, I I think I think we need something better. I don't know what exactly. Uh, Jimmy, Nick, Ted, Isaac, help me out here. Something that would be more painful for Bert. Um, but that we would and and I might have to table. I might have to table this till the next episode. Um, yeah, Jimmy Flynn, that's my guy. That's like, he's, yeah, I mean, Reese's are not just, they're not good at all. Also, do tattoo of Karma's face. That, that is, I don't that's know. not necessarily, uh, that's also, I mean, to have my face on your body, that just uplifts you again. So that's like right there with a Reese's peanut butter cup. Yeah. I spotted. Yeah, I th- okay, I like Thor's idea, actually, considering your comment. I think you should have to sip tomato juice all show. How's that? You in? You're on. You're on. Okay. Tomato juice, Bert, all show. And we could, you could throw in a Reese's, too. All right, I like it. Thor, good sure. stuff. Um, and I agree with you, Johnny. We do need passing to flame him for these awful takes. Dodger Stadium's the greatest. Reese's peanut butter cups suck. Pizza is better without cheese. Uh, here's another one for pizza is better without cheese yeah here's another one is that rice like i like it a lot of different ways but uncooked white minute rice is delicious it tastes very good yep i stand by that take see that that one actually makes me question your parents um which i don't want to do because they're they must be great people have created our baseball insider here uh, all right, Nick, just, just for, because you've been so consistent today, we'll give you, we'll, we'll make you our last question. Um, Robert, give us one prediction on a trade you see happening, a lock, if you will, the most likely thing that you could predict in the next 10 days that actually will happen. Should we go like big name? Up Frankie you, brother. Let's go. Frankie Montas. I, I will be stunned if he's not moved in the next 10 days. Okay, you've been pounding that drum for a while, so yeah. Uh, okay. Well, uh, Robert might be the Skip Bayless of food takes. Ouch. No, don't, no, hey, I, word of the wise here: being compared to Skip Bayless is not an ouch. One of the most successful people in all damn media. People love to dunk on Skip, and Skip's taking this. Skip has had one of the best careers you could possibly have. We'd all like to make Skip's money. So that's fair. I mean, his money is good. Yeah. He, very successful man over the top insanely successful uh and just remember this is also this forever will be the toy department nothing that goes on here really actually matters other than the fact that we are entertained and it's very important 
to be entertained in life. We enjoy it. I love it. Thank you, by the way, to everyone today uh, for jumping in. I think this might have been our most viewed show on the live side. So thank you for, for being here. I think we're all hot for the trade deadline, and I think we're all hot for uh, just some baseball coming back, which it is here, the second half. Yeah, you got to leave? Come on, phone call. Big phone call. All right. Follow him on Twitter. Stuff happening. Thanks for watching Baseball Insiders. We'll see you next Tuesday. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.